Welcome to Tagged Up, the podcast all about craft beer and video games. It's episode 386. I'm having to drive the ship, and I have to confess, I fell asleep because, well, it's been a busy couple months, and I'm 40 now, and it turns out that means if you lie in bed to idly mark slash read at 7 p.m., when 8.45 comes around, turns out you might not be unconscious. But I am joined by the ever-patient Lucy. Oh, it's fine, because I, you know, maybe I'm on the good side of 35, but that won't be for long. So. When you say good, you mean the, the, the side everyone wants to be on, let's be honest. Well, the side where your knees are still okay-ish. <laughs> I don't remember last time my knees were good. I think it was well before thirty-five. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're good, but they're 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 doing a job. They're doing oh, a job. I mean a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not the best of jobs, but the the a job. Ah, uh, they're, they're doing yeah. a C plus job. Oh, what is going on with? Sorry, my um. Oh. There we go. Okay, well, yes. speaking of C-plus jobs, let's hope our beers aren't that. What do you got to drink today? I hope I've got an A-plus beer in a beer. I, I, I picked this up. I, I know, you know, can art and stuff like that shouldn't always go for a beer just because that's pretty can art, but mm. this is pretty. It's like oh, a, it's quite... It's a sunset? It's a like sunset in, in like a... Mountains? Dale Valley, yeah, mountains. It reminds Very me of Ben's. Pretty. Actually, it's a pity Ben's not here because he could put his arm up because his like mountain tattoo that's on his arm. Mm. Um, it doesn't quite have the like the. It's got. It's very similar to the top half or the top chunk worth the mountains, yes. but maybe less daily. Mm. Now, who makes this this beautiful tin? Ah, uh, this is from Track. Um, it took me ages to f- find out who it was but it's like yeah it's clearly on the side there but um this is called manchester fresh hop golden ale 23 uh it's got first gold fuggles and magnum it's five percent uh a little bit of flavor text uh brewed with first gold fuggles and magnum hops grown within manchester and donated by manchester hop project so yeah Uh uh-oh Classic, classic uh, English shops in a beer from Manchester. Weird, my internet just uh-huh. died. I missed a bit of that, but hopefully we'll get that on the recording. Um, it's a beer. Brewed it's, a gold, with... it's a golden ale. Yeah, there we go. It, yeah. Drag. Uh, first gold, Fuggles, and Magnum. Mm. That's what it's brewed with. Yeah. So yeah, like, not many golden ales around. I was going to say, I can't remember the yeah. last time I had one. Hmm. Yep. I was like, yeah, I'll be happy to have that on the podcast. Yeah, sounds great. I've got, speaking of lovely can art. Ah. I've got the Churbro New Zealand IPA from Off Axis Brewing. With oh, this is that like, very... You, know, you do, the, do the hacker and you stick your tongue out. Yeah. Um, it is That's a New Zealand you. IPA. It's... Island vibes abound in the chill New Zealand pale ale, utilizing the best hops found in the south of the island to serve up juicy flavors that deliver a cool, satisfying experience from a unique part of the world. The hops are Pacific Jade, Motueka, Rakao, and Watako. Wakatao. 
Wakatu. Sorry. I'm not familiar with that one. Wakatu. Wakatu. <laughs> the yeah. Super Mario rooms. Yeah, be. I mean, W A K A T U. Wakatu. And yeah, Smash so Bros. if you don't. And so it's 6.2% IPA. Very nice. Yeah, off access. I haven't had a lot from off access. They're. I was going to ask you again who the brew was, because I don't know if I've ever come across that. This, Yeah, this was one of the beers, uh, birthday beers. So, And my um, former housemate, Scruff, who's Kiwi, bought this and a couple others mm. pre- precisely because this one said it was the New Zealand IPA. And this says, brewed and canned under contract in the UK exclusively for TJM Limited, Liverpool, and Belfast by... Off access brew. At a Liverpool address, a Belfast address, under contract in the UK by off access, but it's for off access. Okay. So I don't know if they're. I don't know where they, if they've got another country in which off access exists. Didn't. Couldn't tell yeah. you. They're somewhere off the axis. Oh, actually, I should not change. I was going to try and check my browser, but I think that makes us both go gray because Discord has changed the way they yeah. render things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am hosting, so I can't <laughs> do that. Otherwise, people That's will a... see. My beer looks like a pretty traditional golden ale. Oh, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's got... Pulled with quite a lively head, so just letting that go down. But yeah, very frothy, white head. Lots of carbonation in the glass. Yeah, I'd say I'd say in the nicest way it looks like pea coloured. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Ah, uh, if yeah. your pea is that um, that dark though, drink more water. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're in the middle. Of, I think you're you're doing okay. Yeah, this is a you know late night one where it's like probably hadn't taken on a lot of water, <laughs> but not doing too bad. You're not completely dehydrated, but um. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 uh, just dark. Well, it's a few shades darker than straw. Mm. Smell-wise, yeah, definitely getting like bready maltiness on the nose. Yeah, just traditional kind of ale smell. Mm. Nice. Hmm. Oh yeah. That is a um. That is a. Pubby old man pubby kind of kind of kind of drink. Um, it's not got that much carbonation taste in it in the body. Mm. Which, you know, if you're getting something on cask, you wouldn't expect a load of carbonation. Mm-hmm. But I think it would help here because it would just crisp it up. You know, um, it's got a definitely getting that it's definitely malt forward definitely getting a lot of malt on the taste and it's very bitter which i like um mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's very bitter but it doesn't have that sometimes kind of like harshness on the finish that some you know some mm, not great you know traditional cask ales have mm. like um where it's almost like, oh, has this beer been treated well? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or is it like, mm, um, yeah, it's it, it's an interesting one from Trap because 
they do very like flavorful IPAs and I think I've got some of their birthday beers downstairs which are like you know double IPAs that are probably f- packed full with different kinds of what you'd call probably not anymore but like exotic uh, hops so right. this is like complete swing in another direction that I'm not used to from track but it's okay I w- mm. I think I'd probably want a bit more, I don't know, like, um, when I think of a golden ale, I think of maybe a little bit more body than this has, Um, and maybe a little bit more of a rounded finish. This, whilst, yeah, it's doing all the traditional things, like it's very bitter very malt forward mm. it just feels like there's something missing um, that would distinguish it from like I don't know maybe even a lager um, rather than a golden ale right but yeah, it's alright it's alright it's alright probably not one I'd choose again from track but mm. can art was nice <laughs> Given that, <laughs> uh, I guess there's always that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, How about you? How about you? Have you cracked yours open? Yeah, it poured with a bit of a frothy head, so I haven't topped it up, mm-hmm. but it dissipated quite quite a lot. Immediately got a, a lovely um, whiff on the pour. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there's some. There's like a like a smooth sweetness um, that I can't quite place, but again, very juicy, citrusy, slightly tropical. Not a lot of bitter notes on the on the nose, like no like pininess or anything, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's really interesting. I have not smelled a beer quite with this aroma before. Slightly perfumey, I guess, is where I think the sweetness is that I'm trying to describe is mm-hmm. not in a bad way, just like a light. Maybe I guess it's slightly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. a floral. So it's like yes. a citrus okay. flower, um, more than just a citrus fruit. I think maybe is what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, it tastes quite light for uh, for a bit, and then mm-hmm. those hops kick in, and it, again, a bit of a floral, perfumey taste, even on the on the tongue near the finish. Kind of like um, but like also mandarin, uh, mm. like a the sweeter part of a mandarin. Hmm. Okay, on another second sip, I'm getting a little more of the bittering notes, which is good, because I was getting a bit confused. It was, yeah. for an IPA, not quite as um, beery as I was ex- hoping for on the first taste, but... Mm. Um, yeah, it's a bit sweet. Um, it's not quite sickly. Yeah, again, I want to say something like floral, perfumey, sweet. Uh, it's, my palate's not wanting right now, but it's a really mm. interesting beer. So it's like the complete opposite of mine. Mm. Whereas mine's just very bitter. It's like a bitter taste in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's why I'm feeling a little more disappointed because I heard your description. It's like, what if very little bitter? Yeah. yeah um, I think, especially for an know, IPA. I, this... hmm? either, I think if I had either or I think I'd mm. want the bitter other one. over sweet. You know? Yeah, so it's not if like it sickly sweet. It's just missing those <laughs> bittering notes, I think, is the problem. Mm. Um, Which, as you say, makes it 
that's what makes it taste like a beer. <laughs> yeah. Fruit juice. Yeah. It's just a little... Mm. How do I describe this? Let me have another sip and then maybe... Yeah, it's it's not not beery, but it's quite light. I think. I mean, I'm not sure what IPAs are made in New Zealand, but this feels a lot paler. I think because it doesn't quite have that oomph behind the bitter. Um, mm. It's not bad. It's just, I think I'm just wasn't expecting it to be that that light. Um, just because of the variety it's claiming to be, isn't isn't mm. giving it doing itself any favors by being that. Um, different uh not that difference bad but you know what i mean it's just surprising um mm, i'm gonna let the might i think this might be one of the ones where you sit with it in your palate and you get mm -hmm. used to it and might have more nuance yeah. to it so i think i'll leave my um beer thoughts there for now uh i yeah. hope i know you've played at least one game and i have played The game of work. <laughs> the game of life. Mm. The all-encompassing game of life. Yeah, I'm realizing mm. that um, the best, closest thing I can get to is uh, I had an occupational health meeting today, and I can probably mm. justify getting a tablet to mark logic because the students all submit. It's essentially a math class, right? And the students mm. submit to a system by like taking pictures of their handwritten work. And then uploading it to a thing where they say, question one, these pictures. Question two, mm -hmm. these pictures. But I have to mark using a mouse and keyboard, and I can't... You know, just... Yeah. I want to just write, and so I think I might be able to get a tablet out of the university. And that is a thing you can play games on. I like that. <laughs> You're going in the direction of, yeah, not just anecdote about work it's like no this is something i can play <laughs> no i mean this really sincerely i think that's the closest to, to playing a game i've got all week oh uh, that's funny it'll be okay it's just been you know mm. you know how it goes one of those weeks it's it's funny isn't it how technology changes how oh you know, i remember handing in paper <laughs> So here, here's a weird thing. I mean, I'm in the one class where people sometimes... Durham is a a university of uh, which um, generally the, the students who come here uh, are of a certain background. Um, and that means... That, Middle class? Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a very prestigious university. Don't yeah. You know. uh, and so what that means, though, it's really weird. So I was... Um, Talking to a colleague of mine today, and I just like it was really strange because obviously I teach, um, I'm teaching modal logic, which is, um, you know, it's a maths course essentially, especially right now. I'm doing all the hard math stuff first and then doing the applications and interesting philosophy stuff a bit in the second mm -hmm. term. But uh, that means I use the white, I, I teach on the whiteboard, I don't have slides and whatever. And so I have a whiteboard in my office, and so for during office hours, of which today I had two hours of instead of an hour and a half because I had a queue. Um, yep, I, I'm the I'm the the prof who has a cue at the office hours. So either I'm doing something incredibly right or incredibly wrong, or both. I'd say that's a good sign. Um, but uh, I have a whiteboard in my office so I can explain things. But mm -hmm. my students, 
of the of the past nine, so over the look, two sets of office hours, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I had about nine students in the, t- the th- three and a half-ish hours of, of that time. Mm-hmm. Two of them used a pen and paper mm-hmm. to write their notes. The rest used a remarkable or an iPad and pen or some other tablet. And it was just like, that realization just really threw me off. And then my colleague was mm. like, oh, yeah, I mean, I teach an essay course and I, I want them to write questions at the end of class and give them to me so I can answer mm-hmm. them at the end and at the next session or whatever. It just, it's just a pedagogical tool. She ha- brings pens and paper to mm-hmm. class to facilitate this thing because otherwise they wouldn't be able to write her a note because nothing... Mm. Having a pen yeah. is not a th- requisite part of coming to class anymore. You can't expect That's crazy. it. You can't yeah. expect them to have a pen. I mean, I didn't go to lectures without a pen because it was just basically a nap in between. <laughs> you know, you're doing uh, staying at the pub. But um, yeah, like. Oh, I just didn't go if I, if that was the case, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't go to Usually most I'll of my first lay, two degrees. Lay, same um there was one course where they were like i had to manually you know Mm. say i need to take this exam because i didn't even realize i was part of it because i didn't go to a single lecture but anyway that's a story for another day uh that's why i'm over here uh with my lack of um knowledge that's true (laughs) i'd say (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, that's that about you. That's insane. That's insane. But yeah, um, it just I was like, oh, and I, I, and then I had to acknowledge that uh, my lecture notes are on a remarkable. <laughs> that's not true though. Some so the past two weeks. <laughs> so if it's stuff that I already wrote up notes for from last year when I taught a very similar version of this <laughs> course. I use the remarkable, but a couple other weeks ago, I was just using like a crazy person. So, um, mm-hmm. they used to make us for attendance for seminars and lectures. We had a QR code that they printed and gave it to us and it was a waste of paper. So mm-hmm. I kept them all for the year and used that stack. And I was everyone in my office at the time last year kept them. And so I had the stack of one side uses paper, which is scrap paper, which I still have left over from last year. So mm-hmm. my lecture notes are me, my handwritten notes on the back of those. And I like leaf through them and i was just thinking like this is the kind of person i am recycled paper pen written like stuff that will guide me through the thing that the students couldn't pick up and then use because it's notes from my brain that will translate to the notes on the um whiteboard and then they're all like oh but i just do this thing and probably ocr it or whatever right that's the thing it's like i feel it just goes in better when i'm like writing notes like like, like, I took, like, you know, all these, and ink is probably not coming off. Oh, yeah, I can see it now, yeah. Like, okay, but yeah, took, you know, this is like a full... Full notebook. Book worth of notes during my course. I don't really read many of them, but... Oh, I in mean... In the initial learning, yeah. I just felt it feels it goes in better if I'm writing something. I, not typing because it's like all of it was like you know delivered on the computer via teams or whatever mm. but writing notes on like a word document or a notepad or well literal notepad in um windows or something it's just 
Yeah. I wouldn't go in that way. <laughs> I'm the same way. And like studies have shown that a lot of people aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about the act of writing. Uh, although that's mm-hmm. why I got the remarkable was because mm-hmm. theoretically it means I wouldn't have to um, carry on sheets of paper. But the problem is, like, if I'm planning a lecture and I'm going through a bunch of documents on on my computer, mm-hmm. uh, something about it. I, if I'm writing it out, I will it, it a pen on paper will just be quicker, and I, I will be able to like move around it more easily, flipping through mm-hmm. flipping for pages versus like. For some reasons, like one of my fi- my fingers, like sometimes I swipe and the remarkable doesn't change the page and it doesn't have a next page button. It's all capacitive touch, and so I've mm-hmm. been in the lecture, and I'm flipping. But also, really, it's a often what I want to do is okay. What did I want? What did I write on the next page? Quickly glance at it, but still kind of maintain mm-hmm. my focus on the page I'm about. I'm reading off of stuff like that. Paper's just going to be useful, but on the writing, it is like a. Um, is all I need to do. I realized that in the end of my philosophy degree and when, and I knew that for going into my master's that I don't ever reread my notes. So I learned how to write very small because it didn't matter. Right. And so actually I just found this the other day. This is my two year masters. Uh, something like 15 to 20 courses. Is that moleskin? It's a, yeah, it's a moleskin, but like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I'm interested in. But like, the type of note. this is the size well, of the... How small is your writing? Well, I don't need to reread it. And so I could fit more notes from a class. I know, but that's still impressive. But yeah. Mm. That but... looks like the Unibomb. I was going to say, well, manifesto. the problem is it was logic notes. So there's like, <laughs> you you pick this up and there's just all kinds of diagrams and maths, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so I... F- I filled the whole thing up. This is a, like third mm-hmm. last page, right? Like, and the whole degree is in this. And so I like having this notebook and I've never ever opened it except for that. Like, and I've, mm-hmm. although the one problem is now it's been 10 years since that master's good Lord, I'm old. Um, and now I don't remember all the things in that book. And sure, this isn't going to be a good reference for learning those things. That's the trade-off. But also, I don't think my notes were ever going to be writ- written in a way that they would reteach me. <coughs> but a large it's chunk of this stuff is just in my brain now, though. right? Mm. It's that initial absorption, I feel like. Yeah. Pen and paper. Well, it's like, maybe we're just old and we like analog. Because, yeah. you know, we were talking about video games that like Oberdin and stuff like that, where you can actually get like a notepad and paper out and, mm. you know write things down information something satisfying about that so yeah i enjoy your your way of getting us back on track (laughs) games yeah i've only played call of duty i mean i've played nothing i've literally (laughs) told you wait that i've been busy at work and i've been flummoxed by the idea that pen and paper is now a novelty that you can't expect um you know what i was i was thinking today because um yeah, I went to uh, play for my nephew today, mm. and um, I gave him my Switch, and he gets so frantic when it's like, okay, time to eat now, you know, and it's like, he just wants to play one more level or something. I said, how would you have coped <laughs> back in my day when it when it was time to stop playing the video game? You lose all your progress because oh, there are yeah. no saves, there are no memory cards. That you know, how would you have coped? <laughs> you know? 
it's like it's just mm. such a crazy thing um time just the passage of time and you know how we can shake our fists at them darn kids who have everything now um but yeah it just means that everyone all kids now are just gonna be cyborgs you know i i'm already getting aged out <laughs> workforce my kids learning python at five so it's just like yeah maybe i can hmm, maybe i can re-oil the robots (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you're talking about the robots they'll they'll be building themselves at some point right so we want everyone will be a re-oiler maybe i can shine the shoes of the robots i don't know i don't I really like this. So, I mean, I, 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 we are no danger of all the robots for a long time, but I really like how humanity is so obsessed with making robots do the stuff that makes us, <laughs> defines us as humans, that we're just, we're like purposely marching towards the time where mm-hmm. if we could get there, boy, do we really want to get to the place where humans will just be the robot oilers and shoe shiners. Like, yeah, well, you know we I've, could not I've do that. That's not like it. what. There's not like one path of progress that's that in front of us, and that's the only thing we can do. But it's the I've thing we're aiming it. for. I've accepted it. Oh yeah, because humans role. are idiots, especially about themselves. <laughs> I welcome our robot overlords. Mm. They've got to be doing a better job than a lot of humans in power now. But um, oh yeah, about no. getting political. Mm. Should we talk about? A <laughs> a very political video game, yeah. Call of Duty. No, Call of Duty. It's never been a political video game. Nah, it's it's never. just it, these are just historical set, settings that are interesting. Mm-hmm. Question mark? Question yeah. mark? Like the map called Afghan. That can't be in a real place, can it? But, um, uh, and no, although, I haven't don't played they the have campaign like, yet. Ca- I was like, the campaigns aren't they like? Didn't wasn't there a recent one where like it basically makes Ronald Reagan as out as like a huge hero <laughs> or something? I can't remember. I mean. Probably. Um, there is a lot of rewriting of history in the Call of Duty games. I don't know what this uh, one is about. I haven't played the campaign yet. I will, though, because... I, I mean, I have a decent enough time with Call of Duty campaigns. I just like popcorn. <laughs> you know, it's just like... I'll just watch the things explode on screen and just have a nice little sweet treat for a few hours. Um, and just... I wholly ignore any kind of I don't know semblance of you know really taking in the narrative because a lot of it is just very po-faced and ridiculous anyway yeah. but um wait what is the I, subtitle of this one Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 yeah okay um is this the first three has there been a three before? I can't keep track there of these. There has indeed. There was yeah. a modern because I know a lot of people were review bombing this game. I don't know what, for what reason. Oh um, really? But they were oh, like review bombing the wrong game. <laughs> they were re- 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 review bombing the 360 game. Yeah. From 2011. Um, yeah, and it's like at least get the right game. I mean, I, I don't know if it was review bombing. I just read an article, I don't know if it was reviewed by me, or, or there are genuine co- complaints about this. I have no idea. I feel like the you dog just... in the meme that says this is fine, you know? The, everything is on fire around me, mm-hmm. I'm just having fun, because I, I have 
I have a frame of reference, but I don't have a frame of reference for modern. <laughs> Just silly because it's in the title. Yeah. Modern. Uh, for modern Call of Duty. So the last one I played in earnest multiplayer may have been the original <laughs> Modern Warfare oh. 3. Um, Interesting. I, I don't know. So, so what came after Black Ops? Because that's the one I got really into. Have you got them up there? Call of Duty. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm having to do it on my phone so I don't ruin the stream yeah. because for oh, some reason... Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll have a look then. I mean, are you a Call of Duty man? Uh, no. I have a lot of them for various reasons, but I, so, I mean, I didn't have friends, so I, the heyday of Call of Duty was... <laughs> I'm just going to clip yeah. that thing, but I, mm. I didn't, didn't have friends. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, the heyday of um, Call of Duty, it was very much console-based um, yeah. multiplayer, and all my gaming for a long time was just on the PC, and all my mm -hmm. multiplayer gaming was basically PC-based, so like, I, like Team Fortress took me through a long time we'll put it that way mm -hmm. uh and yeah my friends who played cod were almost always on the um the uh consoles and there wasn't crossplay. and then basically until mm -hmm. i played battlefield one yeah battlefield mm -hmm. one with um oh, yes, ben for yes. that year and a bit right uh i the, didn't consistently play any console based shooter uh multiplayer mm -hmm. Um, where's the list of... Yeah, I've, I've got them up. So, got okay. um, so, so the maps, the multiplayer maps from these ones are Modern Warfare 2 original. Hmm. Which they Which already is... came out with Modern... Presumably those maps were on Modern Warfare, Warfare 2, not original. I don't know, because I didn't play it. Mm. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's uh, the problem. With even trying to talk from any point of like authority or or knowledge, mm. um, on, let me have a look. Uh, so, so yeah, after after Modern Warfare Three, so it goes Modern Warfare Two, which you know everybody loved, Black Ops, Modern Warfare Three, Black Ops Two, mm. and then the wheels came off, and then it was Ghosts. Advanced Warfare came out. I liked that one. Yeah, I remember talking about it. Um, in 2014. But yeah, in terms of multiplayer, I think the last one I played in earnest, maybe Black Ops 2? Yeah, I remember um, talking about Black Ops 2. Black 3, I remember you being disappointed in. Oh, what an awful game. Uh, um, and then <laughs> Lucy review bombed the wrong Black Ops game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So th there's been a lot of Call of Duties. Mm -hmm. Black Ops Four. What was even that one? Black Ops Cold War. So 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 yeah. I haven't played Call of Duty multiplayer. You know, and in let's say about ten years. Um. I I've I've played bits here and there. Mm. Um. But yeah, that was probably like maybe five games online or something right. like that. Nothing major. Um, so yeah, this is very much 
I wonder why people hate this one. Oh, I can tell you <laughs> according to this this article yeah. on Gamerround. Hmm. Um, okay, perfect uh, measured site for criticism, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, many fans saying that it's not worth the asking price because um, and asking for a refund on Steam because relatively short campaign and they have a problem with the skill-based matchmaking system used. What's the skill-based match system? Is it... I'll find a better... Is it like... You actually matched with people who are good or... or not? (laughs) Yeah. Probably if people are good. Uh... Underbaked, rehashed, cobbled together from multiplayer parts. Uh, oh, it's also tied to the Call of Duty HQ, which appears to have replaced last year's Modern Warfare 2, which means longer file sizes and wait times. Yes, I mean, that's... The, the, Hi. The, they really need to figure out the how to download things. Just have everything... Not everything has to be part of the same client. Just have a different game for everything because you know what they can figure it out they figured it out before these mm. games have been huge for a long time it's not like oh we gotta f- figure out the networking it's like you've done you've done it before um you can do it again apparently the playstation 5 version doesn't even have a platinum trophy i mean that's that, that that's <laughs> the real reason it should get a yeah. bomb that's just criminal isn't it um, um, I mean, there have been conflicting reports. The circumstances this game was made under, um, apparently, or allegedly, uh, this was just meant to be DLC kind they... of add-on for Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, that's um, second. The, the the second game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hate games sometimes. I don't know. But the powers that be have made sure this was a standalone product, mm. which I I don't know. So I'm gonna Google what multiplayer maps were in Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. Two. Oh, you which... you actually have to have Modern Warfare Two fully installed. That's what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't own it. It still installs? Which I didn't. I didn't own it. Um, but do you have it now? I don't know. So you just have <laughs> no, all the no, debt? What? I don't, I don't. You, you, you basically have all the... Yeah, Assets. all the... All the... Yeah. All, probably all the underlying files for... I, I'm guessing this is probably a much... Well, in fact, not probably. Definitely is a much worse uh, thing on PC. Because, you know, you got smaller hard drives a lot of the time. Um, well, not smaller, but like full of other crap. Things other than yeah. Things <laughs> other than say, it's definitely not smaller. It's definitely more yeah. full. <laughs> yeah, and I have like seventeen game clients: Itch and <laughs> Amazon and yeah, Uplay and EA mm. and Wayhey and Gog <laughs> and Epic. Yeah, I, I only have Steam now, because what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, weird libraries! Mm. I might want to play that weird game I bought in 2005 that may or may not run on any modern PC. <laughs> Who's to know, Lucy? Me, I'm to know. And the only way I can figure it out 
is if I have access to it, technically, at the down moment of a download. But also, I won't even know what that game is if I can't look at the <laughs> library at some point. Yeah. I, I had an idea of, of when I was thinking, can I find a window of time I can consistently stream at? I had the idea of um, starting it with a random number generator, um, picking which library. Mm-hmm. So like one through seven or whatever. So it's like, oh, six. Okay, now I'm looking at my epic library. And then a random number generator for the number of games in my epic library. And then that would be the game I picked. But just the fact that in order to get through all my games, despite that Steam reigns supreme, I would have to go across seven libraries or whatever. It's like, oh, this is, yeah, this is bad. Not worth it. Not worth it. No. So instead, yeah. I didn't decide to stream at all. Also, a Steam Deck. It's uh, just that, uh, too much of a pain in the ass to try and figure out how to get those games on the Steam Deck. So I'm never gonna play those games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's it's uh. You know, mm-hmm. choice paralysis. Too much choice. Don't know what to do with it. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at. I can't remember which Call of Duty I play. I didn't know. I realized that Modern Warfare Two came. Well, that makes sense. Literally last year. Well, um, they, yeah. I mean, that, that what's one of the complaints is this. I think this game yeah, had a 16 month turnaround time. Mm. But that's yeah. probably because it was. A release that um, was secretly mm. DLC for last year's game. Mm-hmm. So which one did I play? Did I play Cold War? Because my friend lent me the disc for one of them. I think I think you might have played the first redo, the second go round of Modern Warfare. No. Oh yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I played. I remember it. it this is ridiculous. Okay, so um, yeah, the one after. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Like, come on, man. Like, there has to be a better name. What is... Like, like they could have been, like, I don't know. Lucy. If you want to reboot it, call it Call of Duty Modern Warfare Soap. No. You know what I mean? Do that, and then you can have... Why, do you, need, why do you need to reboot a series called Modern Warfare? You could just call have called it Modern Warfare 4. Or... Yeah. I like how and like and they're like ah but we used advanced warfare so we can't do that again because advanced warfare was our pseudo futuristic one and now <coughs> how how non futuristic is modern warfare three 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 two I don't I I don't keep up with like modern military no, I mean weaponry, does it feel so... like Titanfally or does it feel like no, boots on the ground there's no, there's, there's no space jumping boots yeah okay <laughs> well it's just like it's, it's boots on the ground but yeah all the maps are from modern warfare 2 from 2009 and that's why it's like oh yeah that with those being terrible. some very bad maps in there there are some very good ones but, but also, um, also like given how much polish has come on we've also learned one of the things that happens in a genre over time is you learn not just player movement and mechanic design, but lo- level and local locale design. Why yeah. would you ever want to recreate a, a level from 2009 when you could make a level with your understanding of levels in 2023? And that's a little bit of the problem because 
There are some maps that are absolute ass. Um, they were ass back then. They're ass now. What's even worse? Um, you know it was bad in 2009. Yeah. But on the flip side, there are some maps that uh, were really good then. Still and good? Are still really good now. Like, I mean, like Terminal, the ones that sit in the airport. That is an excellent map. Oh, um, yeah, the one starring and, Tom Hanks. And what I like about those old old Call of Duties is that they do have like that little bit of unbalance, you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, you, oh, at so at a certain point in this, you know, map, in this match, all all players are going to converge onto this one choke point, and it's going to be mayhem because <laughs> it, you know, as you say, an extra ten, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years of learning map design you're still going back to that and it's like that had the jankiness in it and there's a bit of jank to this game um, and there are a bit of things where it's like oh that could have been polished better but that that looks like I should be able to slip through that mm. you know crevice or or you know jump through that window but it's like not quite big enough or wide enough it's like there's a bit of jank there's a little bit of jank and I like it's like when I go back and play uh, Black Ops um, uh, via Black Ops 1 from uh, via backwards compatibility. compatibility yeah on the Xbox and it is just like oh you know some of the some of the some of the lag is there and it's like oh you know this is this is hitching up here and there's a bit of there's a bit of jank to those games it isn't mm-hmm. just completely I mean they're very well made games but it's like there's a little bit of 2010 2009 jank to these games and that's what this feels like and well that doesn't necessarily be a bad thing that suits me no it's like maybe I don't know maybe these shouldn't be the most polished things ever and there should be a little bit of jank to them um it's fun it's what makes these games stupid as hell Especially yeah, seeing it... people run around in like skeletal. Wait, there's skeletal <laughs> costumes? I thought there this... are all these stupid costumes, what? and I'm like, wait, there's costumes. Why does this exist? Yeah, skins. Were there skins that, back that in the I day? When did skins buy. come in? I and by that I mean, surely there's a level set in Bristol. <laughs> um, probably around mid. 2010s or something? Okay, so re- reasonable reasonable mainstay of the series. Again, I never... Because the Battle Pass things probably only came about after, like, you know, stuff like Fortnite and stuff like that. Well, that's so. what I was wondering, right? But, like, because, mm. like, Battlefield is never... I mean, it has, like, you can wear a... I think there's some mild, like, you can wear this hat as a medic, but it looks <laughs> like a hat from someone in World War Two, and you're in World War Two, versus... Skeletor exists on the planet of Eternia and not on Earth. You know, or does he? It, it, there's a Nicki Minaj. Um, what? Skin. Wait, you, and I'm just thinking. You can be an entire bath, team of a, Nicki Minaj. Is Minaj? If one wanted. <laughs> the, but when you're in like a. Town, but also, that's really weird. D- desert, sandy, colored map. Mm. The bright pink 
is so obvious. You're just you just painted a target on your back. I don't get why oh, people do this. Now I remember. Yeah, so this is one of the things that happened understand. in the very beginning of PUBG because PUBG was was like, a, oh, you get costumes. Uh, and then it turns out there were just like certain costumes which just in most in the most parts of the map because there was one map at the time you would just be very virtually invisible so everyone just like angle shot like we're just aiming for that thing and there was like including like like a ghillie suit a literal ghillie suit as like haha unlockable dlc it's like oh no but i can use it as a ghillie suit (laughs) and no one's gonna see me it's like this is ridiculous how are you giving a ghillie suit and then like a chicken costume or whatever i'm sure it wasn't that but chicken dinner is stuck in my head um but yeah it's It's, like you can't it's absurd it's and i think like um yeah, the, the the copy that I was hooked up with it was it, it's the vault edition, so it gets. I think it unlocks some extra skins and stuff like that. I read through that and it's like, I don't actually know what it's saying. I am a grandma when it comes to stuff like that. It's like, what are you trying to communicate to me? What are these things? Because I had to Google, because they're operators, which is um the different types of skins basically for your character. You know, there are some unlockable in the game and mm. some have different finishing moves which Wait, only the player moves? that you kill will see. Um, Wait. What? So what, do you, you like have... hit back back forward punch and then you take no, your, no. <laughs> your mask off? No, it's not, it's not Mortal Kombat. Right. Um, I think it's like if you stab somebody in the back, you know, or just melee kill them. Um, They'll get a weird animation? It's... Yeah. But you uh... will you... Do you, do you, you both see, see this animation, or do you just stab no. them and then they get like a? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, nothing changes for you. But anyway, Wait, that's, um... that's... <laughs> so, yeah, it, so it's basically a teabagging animation. But you don't you even know, get to see yourself doing one. it. No, no. What game design is this? <laughs> it's. I mean, I get it because you don't. You can't. Well. If you yeah. entered into the animation, you would mm-hmm. get shot. Yeah. Right, exactly. I I get that that's the simplest line, but the mm. you realize that this wait, this interminable wait time you had of downloading this game was because <laughs> you had gigs and gigs of animations you could unlock in this yeah. game, but also animations you can't unlock in the other game that you would <laughs> never have seen in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and a bunch of skins. And it was like I, I saw I saw a weapon and it was like oh I'm going through and it's like there was an option to turn it like silver bright silver it's like everyone's gonna see me no it, because because that game doesn't this. have ray tracing so it's not gonna reflect <laughs> right and then that's that's what the review bombs are about Lucy is the silver gun oh, doesn't ray trace yeah. so it doesn't reflect things yeah. and so when when you threw a flashbang. It doesn't actually show everyone with the silver gun in <laughs> reflecting back at you. So you have multiple flashes. It's like, oh, there's a silver gun, people. And that's that's why yeah. this game is shit. It's not realistic <laughs> enough. The lighting engine needs to be better. Silver gun people should be easy to spot, Lucy. It's like fucking crime. I hate, I hate you, Call of Duty. You've ruined my childhood. In my day, we didn't have silver gun skins, so we didn't have to worry about them being bad, but now you're giving me them, and you're not giving them as reflective. I think I literally saw an article about a Groot uh, from 
Guardians of the Galaxy mm. costume causing some issues. Um, Is it because every time you shot, I said I am Groot, and you couldn't tell which caliber weapon was being Grooted? <laughs> it's probably something as stupid as that. Sorry, this. Um, uh, uh, Call of Duty fans, I'm sure, game's fun, but <laughs> hearing about yeah. it through this one article I read, these two articles I read of people's complaints and Lucy being flummoxed by not playing the game, the series for a long time, is giving me quite an interpretation, and I kind of love it. I, I know, yeah, like. I genuinely wonder. I, I I don't know why people dislike it. It's Call of Duty. Oh, I think they. So for, I think it's that it's basically the last game with different well, old maps? Question mark. Here, here's here's Lucy's tips on how to engage with Call of Duty. Don't play everyone. Um, Get some for and, free if you can. Yeah, and that's it. Don't play everyone. Um... I think I, th- I mean this. This is truly indicative of how they've run out of ideas. Like they're making a Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three, which is a sequel to a reboot of a sequel. <laughs> At the end of the day, and it's like, I but but Call of Duty is too big to fail. It's like it doesn't matter that this is crap. It'll still be the best-selling game of the year. Mm. Um. Oh my god, hold on a second. I didn't realize this. So, Modern Warfare 3 carries forward all your Warzone... I thought Warzone... Yeah, wasn't Warzone supposed to be the permanent Call of Duty so they didn't do any more of this crap? Well, that, that's just the Battle Royale, I think. Oh, I see. So, um, But your Warzone yeah. and Modern Warfare 2 cosmetics... Get moved for get mm-hmm, imported mm-hmm. to Modern Warfare Three because it's secretly all the same game, obviously, right? Yeah, not yeah. secretly. They um, make you download them all, but apparently there was a Gaia operator skin, which they nicknamed Groot, and it was only part of Season Six's Battle Pass, um, and it was clearly pay to win because it was li- it's literally a tree. So it was it's the ghillie mm-hmm. suit thing I was saying earlier. Oh. It was hard. It was really hard for people to spot. So anyone who using Gaia was basically had an edge. So they adjusted mm-hmm. it in Modern Warfare Two to improve visibility, saying you're right. But it turns out because everything got imported in the new game, that Gaia's people are claiming it's even harder to spot in Modern uh. Warfare Three multiplayer than it was in the the original version of it in Modern Warfare Two, because. I see. The big issue with Guy is that the torso is in, in, almost entirely see-through, and a dark color color helps it blend in. The torso is almost entirely. Oh, it's like a web of roots. Mm-hmm. Wait, so that means behind? God, who designs yeah, this stuff? That's obviously can't. There's gotta be. You just have to hire a guy named Stan, right? And Stan <laughs> looks at all the things and says, "Nope, that's gonna be an edge. That's gonna be competitively yeah. an edge." Like, it's Stan, Stan just sees the thing, and then he clicks a button, and it's that skin at multiple angles with, like, a white background, a black background. Terminal mm. behind it. Terminal mm. in front of it. I know that doesn't make sense, but Stan, Stan just pushes the button and says, yep, I can't see it. Right? Like, that. you just need to hire a guy named Stan. Because, mm-hmm. but the beauty is, you know, not having Stan to say, these are the things you should be doing. And they do this nonsense. Jank, 
it's just jank, you know. It's like <laughs> there's a bit of jank to this where, but I like that. It's like Call of Duty is it's a machine, and you know it's nice to see a little bit of. Okay, this isn't a perfect project. There's just something so, as I say, po-faced about Call of Duty, and it's like it's nice to see. It's still, you know, go back to like yeah, early like multiplayer games where it's like there's just stupid stuff happening all the time, like sort of like early Halo or something like that. But it's it's, I mean, there's still so much polish to it though. It's like. And I think that I think that's the problem. Like these games are like, you know, blockbuster. You can smell the, the money millions. pouring off, like yeah. the animations and the graphics and stuff like that. <clears throat> and I think having that element of like, oh, look how shiny and perfect this is. Anything, the smallest thing that goes wrong, people are like, oh well, look at that, you know. And it's like, no, it's a video game. You know, video games have imperfections and. And I'm sorry, but if you if you were fighting a war against tree people in a, in a map called Wasteland, guess what? That's probably their home. They've evolved to be very hard to kill in their home. Yeah. So guess what? Tree people are gonna fuck you up. <laughs> I I can't wait till next year where where they, they finally release a new map and it's it's like in a building in like an office building, and then they release the like secret lab chair skin and then it turns out if you crouch you just look like one of the chairs in the office is like we had no idea this would happen people are getting stabbed in the back and then they, and then the person who loses has to watch a 10 minute cutscene of that guy getting rolled over to death by the casters on the chair because that's the game we've made <laughs> it's such a beautiful mess it's, it's it's great. But I mean, if you oh, if you were me, maybe it's nostalgia, and I'm just riding on the high of that. I place. think probably, and also mine. Yeah, you're in a position yeah. where you can play and afford multiple games, right? There are people who hmm. own an Xbox yeah. to play FIFA and Call of Duty, right? Yeah, and if but it's... but I agree with your point that you. I guess the problem is like if you are like a hardcore COD player, then. Like, mm-hmm. in a sense, you could keep playing one of them forever, but then the whole part of you it can. is your ranking and, and the number of concurrent players matters to you. I'm not saying it should, right? But the Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, but, but there's got to be a time where you've got to stop call, drinking that Call of Duty Kool-Aid, and it's like... Cod-Aid? You know, cool Cod. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, I, I, I don't know. It's, it, call of Duty as a whole is just a weird thing. It's been a weird thing for a while, you know, because um, it's just such a juggernaut, and it's like I feel sorry for like the developers. To be clear, like it's like how how do you keep iterating on something like that? You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know, and it doesn't seem to get like the 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 scrutiny as much as something like I don't know FIFA. That's a yearly series, and that's it. Doesn't seem to get incrementally better like at all and yet people still buy it and play it and just feed off it um, yeah mainly fifa ultimate team i don't know call of duty is a weird thing it's a weird thing yeah it's too big to fail um so even though this is like the worst rated one or worst reviewed one which is insane to me because ghosts exist um it's it, it, it does it matter no, it doesn't matter at all. I mean, it, 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 it does. It does 
It does because um, investors read read news articles. Yes. It, so I mean, again, if I oh, I'll just grab my phone now. I'm curious what I, this happened started happening on the tenth. But I think that's just a convenient excuse, probably. No, no. What I mean I is, think, um, I, I'm just saying, people. Unfortunately, there'll be layoffs at Activision inevitably. Oh, but they would no. But that would have happened anyways. That that you're yeah. right. That part is an mm-hmm. excuse. I'm curious mm-hmm. as to if I just. How come every time I start a computer, it has some mm-hmm. stupid stock widget that I have to uninstall? But when I go on Google and Google Activision Blizzard stock, I can't actually get immediate results on the stock. I have it just gives me a whole bunch of places telling me how I could buy the stock for a price. Uh, oh, it was de. Wait, wait, it was delisted after October twelfth. Oh, because of the bio got it. That's why. Oh, so they don't even have a stock issue right now. There's no val- public value. This so, means so nothing. Like, the the exactly. review bombing doesn't even have a like. So, obviously, your thought was like, um, the layoff people with the excuse so. that it affects stock prices, but actually just because that's how they cyclically depress wages. Because then you get mm-hmm. hired back on the original wage, uh, and mm-hmm. never get a raise, and also you have no job <laughs> security, and uh, it's the states, so it's even worse with respect to benefits. I was going to say, I bet that even like now, six days out from when they started review bombing, the the stock price had already jumped back up because it doesn't matter. But they yeah, used yeah, the fact yeah. that these things dip to like justify some bullshit, right? Mm. But like, yeah, always, always. But yeah, I'm just saying in the scheme of almost everything, it doesn't it, like what happens to that company, what happens to, you know people buying it and the players or whatever none of it matters you know you know it'll sell millions of copies oh but will it There'll sell be another more one than year. the last one sold if not everyone fails. yes probably <laughs> you know what i mean yes probably it will you know um or maybe it's okay. or, or if there's a dip it'd probably be like within like one percent hey corporations it's okay if you don't grow it's fine it is the okay. world keeps doing exponential growth. Exponential growth cannot continue to happen. It's not how the world works. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But they, seventy years ago, years. people were successful. They ran a business that lasted fifty years in this town. Mm. It didn't take over another town. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's success. Mm. But yeah, so 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 the um. That I just realized we had this really extra. weird like. Marxist <laughs> ASMR podcast going <laughs> for a second there. <laughs> That's how we make our millions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 just throws an extra wrinkle into this, yeah. isn't it? Like being owned by Microsoft. I think everyone will think, oh yeah, no, Call of Duty can afford to take a break. They could have afforded to take a break. Any time. Because uh, that studio has a lot of money. Yes, the churn of making a new Call of Duty game, that is millions, but Activision has it. Um, yeah, it sure does. Just through owning King. <laughs> you know, all those mobile games will fund a Call of Duty like within a week. Um, yeah, a, and, when, when, once you dig into those things, it's like, oh shit. I don't think anyone realizes how much fucking money mobile games makes. But also, yeah. it's very awful given that like 
the a lot of it's predatory. Yeah, yeah. the predatory dopamine um, cycling mm-hmm. that uh, that those games give people in a way that Call of Duty can't because Call of Duty weirdly Call of Duty lasts too long for the loop, right? <laughs> yeah. Unless call unless you were oh, you know what I'm surprised. Yeah. So have you ever been paintballing? Y- yes, and um, I I got hit. Uh, like in the side, like my visor, like the side. Oh, that sucks. Like, yeah. And I was like, is there something wrong? Should it hurt this much? And I, no. after that round, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going back to the car and turning the heating on. And that was it for Lucian Paintball. You baked yourself. I prefer. I, <laughs> <laughs> I prefer laser quest. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is one of the weird things about paintball that you aren't told is um, you you buy a chunk of time or access to, um, but really, um, usually you buy a pass to the afternoon and then you can play go in matches and out mm-hmm. however you please. But you buy your rounds. Mm-hmm. And some places make you pay for CO2 and rounds. So if you buy too many rounds... Uh, and you run out of CO2, you have to buy more of that because, yeah. Uh, which is a weird thought, but it makes sense because that's a physical limitation. And obviously, if you had unlimited rounds, you would just literally paint the walls red, right? Mm-hmm. But it's an odd <laughs> thing to be like, oh, I can't afford to play anymore because the bullets are too <laughs> expensive. And I just realized it's really strange that I'm so surprised at all the predator mechanics that they don't have that. Hmm. I'm sorry, you're playing Call of Duty, um, paintball edition. You have to pay for your bullets. I'm sorry, you didn't. I think that's too on the nose. Hmm? <laughs> I think that's too on the nose. Oh, I, but the game I, I mean, it's literally a business model in the world. I know, but... But, like, yeah, I mean, people would be... You get through a lot of bullets and go on <laughs> I mean, to be honest, but, though, um... the gameplay would be really interesting in a game like that. Mm-hmm. A roguelike Call of Duty. Well, just like hardcore mode where you can shoot other teammates. Well, I mean, how do they do this in, in, in first person games? Is you pick up the ammo of, of the people you kill and they. Like Counter Strike. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You've got, literally, you've got to buy your. Buy your weapon. bullets at the beginning of the round, but mm. using the money you yeah. earned on. But at least in Counter Strike, the whole point is like you're earning money. Oh, yeah. Per session, right? But yeah. I, I like the idea of, like, oh, you know what? You start a session. You use a token to get into Call of Duty Paintball, Call of Duty PB, and then you get to play as many maps as you want, so long as you have the bullets to last through the session. Uh, You know what? Because then everyone would just turtle and hope to God they didn't have to shoot a bullet, and then it'd be like this weird hide-and-seek game where it's like, found you, used a bullet, (laughs) I win! (laughs) No, I'd play Rust. If I could just play Rust. Yeah, that's fair. On end, uh, yeah, I'd, I I'd go into that monetary uh, practice. But um, I want them to have a Rust only weekend, where, where there's a playlist uh, where you can just play Rust only. That's what's good about this one. Uh, maybe it's been in previous ones, but you can select a playlist with all the different. It's types definitely been them. in previous ones. I've heard about it before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like you can't. But it's, they they curate the <laughs> playlist, right? You just can pick from multiple ones. Um, you can decide what type of match. So, say if you want to play, you know, capture the flag or domination mm. or or kill confirmed or something. You can pick those specific modes. Say like, I don't want to play team deathmatch at all. I yeah. can unselect that from the playlist. So that's cool. Yeah. 
Um, but you can't be like, I, like I want to play hmm. Team Deathmatch, Rust. No, you can't select the uh, individual matches because, yeah, everyone would just be on Rust and never leave. Um, apart from the hipsters who vote against it. Uh, I don't like those people. Um, because, yeah, apparently they got rid of map voting at a certain point and it's back in this one. I like map oh. voting because... Uh, but, like, does that mean... At, how does map voting work? Like, do you get a choice yeah, of any map? Of two maps. That's... No, just two. And it's like, which one do you want to play? Like, no, I mean, that seems yeah. perfectly reasonable because then... Yeah. If they had a problem with certain maps being underused, which also is such a strange concept when you think about it, like, mm-hmm. oh, no one likes this virtual environment I designed, <laughs> so I'm going to make them play in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Quarry should just be thrown out well, of existence forever. It's an awful map, and I... I, I, I but where are they going to film Doctor Who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it it's it, yeah. I think Microsoft buying them. I don't think they'll take a break. Um, I mean, it, it, Microsoft no might to. help them deliver their content in a less fucking. I don't think so either. Truck. Yeah, well, I mean, why, they yeah, they Microsoft bought a thing that games. is a machine that's running itself. Look at look at Microsoft's output in the last ten years. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's they took they took exactly their product good. that was the world's best selling software. And uh, they made it as a software as a service that you have to pay a subscription for. Which one's that? Office 365. Oh, God. Don't remind me of that. I can't stand on it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. How will I make my little but, picture? Um, my, how will I make tables for Word if I can't have Excel to copy-paste into? Mm. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Excel's great. <sighs> To be clear, of course, yeah, it's it's amazing, but but most yeah. people use it as if it was a glorified table maker because they don't mm. actually like put formulas in cells; they put text in cells or numbers in cells to track information that is easily collated in an array. But but you don't it's... need something like that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying don't use Excel that way. I'm just saying it it has other uses. No, I refuse to believe that. Well, I mean, if you were still running Excel um, 97, you could, at any point in time, play a flight simulator because there was an Easter egg flight simulator built into Excel 97, which was my favorite Easter egg in any piece of software because it was so ridiculously... Nice. Completely divorced from the purpose of the <laughs> of the thing. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I I love Excel. I'm yeah, an Excel nerd. I've, I I have several little books on Excel, and and Excel now. I was like, oh, you can just literally, you know, create a data set, just like import like data into it and just make it's it a really data managing application like... spreadsheets are all about oh, I know, manipulating I know, but it's data like, it's like but, you can yeah. just I, I never knew you could just like yeah oh yeah um, so like the data so one of the big things in like i think it was excel 2000 was the ability to import from like... data from websites right yeah and you could yeah. have a live link so if that i think in the original version you had to tell it to go fetch again mm-hmm. so so it wasn't obviously using bandwidth because at the time that was a lot but you could be like mm-hmm. oh 
update. Has anything changed on this website? And it'd be like, oh yeah, everything, including the structure. Now the links you made is broken. <laughs> Sorry, but like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, did, I, I mean, I've only used, really used things from like, that are already within Excel, that environment, but oh yeah, yeah I, I, I like Excel. <clears throat> it's it's stupid it's, stuff it's like being stuff. able to filter data or mm. pivot pivot tables. Yeah, at the very I least, even fun if with those. if it had if, fun with macros, I love macros. Yeah, but macros. it's really strange where you see, like, um, when people use it just as in <laughs> tracking the information in an array, like, oh, these are the students and their supervisors, etc. No, and then you manip- great for that. And it's then you just do a simple too. sort, and people are like, what did you just do? I'm I like, know, because well, yeah. like, yeah, because I want to <laughs> know all of the people assigned to me, and someone's <laughs> just inputted them randomly as they came in, so they're out of order. So I just ordered them all, and they're like, mm. you can, you're a wizard. Yeah. I'm like, this is I know, the most yeah. basic yeah. thing Excel I mean, can do. But, but people literally don't have that computer literacy but so they say people. lucy they say so on their people. cv that they're proficient in ms office <laughs> yeah they are for the literally 99 percent jobs that no i'm just joking only just, want you to be able to save i just love the, the idea that proficiency in ms office if you were proficient in all four what are the four pillars um powerpoint, PowerPoint word excel, excel word oh it's because access doesn't exist anymore yeah, I was about to say. When I was in the <laughs> IT world, hiring mm. and looking for a job, Access was technically part of the office suite. And it's like, I don't think you fucking opened that thing, because no one does. I, I never did. Well, no. It was, I always put it on my CV, but I, I never But MS it. Access was more powerful than Excel, but still mm-hmm. a crappy DB. So as soon as you learned about databases, you're like, nope, I'm going to go to even MS. Uh, like, there's just better products out there, right? But like, yeah. SQL was open source way more mm-hmm. powerful and less and less unstable than access but for all there was just like five to ten per- year period around the turn of the millennium <laughs> around the turn of the millennium <laughs> when we didn't all have access to sql <laughs> and so we had to use access and it was local <laughs> and it could get corrupted but we liked it because it was stronger <laughs> than excel <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to stop talking. Yeah. I feel so old. Oh, MS Access. Oh, I was man. speaking semi-fondly about the existence of it. It's bad. <laughs> I had to support it for a while uh, when I worked for a university tech support. Like, and the answer was always, we should uh, get, put you in contact with this team who will help you migrate off of that and put you on one of the many on, like online, always accessible um, databases we have as a service to anyone who works here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, as I say, like, I mean, not now anymore with kids growing up now, but like, you know, there was a computer at like, oh, my primary but kids school, don't know how know? to use it's anything, like, right? Just... We've talked but, about, uh, so my, I've got a, fr- a couple of friends who teach junior high and stuff, mm-hmm. um, middle school, uh, seven, year seven through eight, uh, through nine, mm-hmm. 10-ish, something like that. And if you grew up, kids these days grew up with iPads and things where mm-hmm. there's literally you're blocked off from looking at the operating system but also all there's like bespoke apps for almost everything and actually mm-hmm. things like uh, like Diane teaches the 8th grade and they were so shocked at her showing them how to make bulleted and numbered lists on That's Word because true. they've never yeah. been taught anything because their idiot parents and the people and the parents of those people who are in government 
They're like, well, these kids grew up with computers. Like, yeah, but growing up with computers doesn't mean you're trained on them. And when the fuck yeah. would you, like, who... There's so many apps right now. Who would sit and fuck around with Word and be like, did you know you can make a bulleted list? I did because Word was basically a new game at the time because yes. it was a thing I could play with and there were mm, seven things, yeah. right? And um, it's like, but you yeah, have to... That's th th true. That's this true is a skill set the... that you have to, like... Yeah. And people of our generation, right, we mm. learned to tinker with computers because computers needed tinkering. An iPad don't need yeah. tinkering, so you you do you don't even have the you explore. Can't. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. Like, so we had to tinker yeah. to make it work, but that meant that we approach software in the exploring functionality way. Yes. And you there was an assumption that and people. Be like, hmm, how do I change this? Yeah, and so there's this assumption that well, if you grow up with computers, you will have learned how to poke at them. But actually, we made computers so usable. If you're up with mm -hmm. computers, you've learned that they just do this, these things. Exactly. Yeah, and... and that's why I, I'll never I, I, hire I, I, a resumer. Yeah, and that... I mean, I agree, but... Zoomer's <laughs> like 23 or something now. I don't know what they... What's the... What's the know. minimum Zoomer age? Uh, anyway, you were saying... They can't be 23. They can't be. Because that doesn't... They can't be, surely. Um... Yeah, yeah, because my sister, you know, works at the library and, you know, sees a lot of kids. And, yeah, they they don't know how to what? turn on a computer, a real computer. So, so yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. But then maybe they do still need people like me who can... Oh, definitely. If, if statement in Excel. Maybe I'm not obsolete yet. We definitely, <laughs> yeah. Um... um... Yeah, so I'm an elder millennial, right? Mm-hmm. So the millennium, millennials were in the 1981 to 96, 97-ish range. Okay. So, so 97 to 2012 is 20 is uh, Zoomers, so which means they could be as old as 25, 26. No. Yeah. What year are we in? 2023, 24 in a month and a half, right? So the oldest they can be, did you say? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you said the the youngest then. I was no, 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 no. Attack. I was like, are we in 2030 something? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, yeah, so so like 2024 yeah. minus 1997 is 27. So in a month oh, and a yeah. half, a Zoomer could be... Someone who is 27 is a Zoomer, right? Like that. those are... Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 27! Yeah. All right, yeah, so, so that means like... Yeah, but like all my students are Zoomers, right? They're the ones with the tablets yeah. and the, who don't understand how paper work anymore, right? <laughs> what is this? Might as well just be working on slow. Why does this stylus make permanent marks on this weird piece of dead tree? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, no matter how much I slide my finger across the dead tree, it stays mm -hmm. on the same page, except yeah. when it accidentally moves that, that piece of dead tree and then another piece of dead tree appears beneath it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that dead tree. <laughs> it's yeah, and they're, they're gonna get angry about the dead trees because it's like they're the ones who're gonna be dealing with the uh, death of the earth. Yeah, so, yeah. Why the fuck do you keep giving me things on dead tree? If yeah. we kept, if we didn't kill the tree for this thing, <laughs> it could be converting carbon dioxide to oxygen. Yeah, and they're gonna be like. <laughs> 
oh, it's because you said, oh, it, it makes me think better, that's why I use dead tree, and they're going to be like, look, that's not a good enough excuse. Yeah. Look, uh, it turns out I can't remember things unless I write it on a fucking piece of dead organic material. I needed, I needed something to die in order for me to remember, okay? <laughs> Oh dear God, that makes me feel bad about writing on paper. Look, it just look. My life is just easier, guys. If I could just mm. write on a dead thing, if something didn't yeah. die, I just my brain doesn't work the same. <laughs> oh, oh, our generation deserves we're living, to die. Yeah, we're living in strange times, aren't we? Mm, humans are the weirdest. Uh, yeah, and that's why it's it, nice going back to Call of Duty in two thousand nine. 19-year-old Lucy having fun, so... Mm. so. Oh, yeah. We were... <laughs> you know what I love about our episodes is, is not just that There's we're no okay structure. with going off track, but just the places we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, nice oh, look, I don't have to write on a dead thing and I can remember something. I'm so fancy. I'm 20-something. <laughs> Oh god, that means in two years, there'll be no millennials will be olds, fully olds. Right now, there are a couple. There's like seven. There's seven people who are millennials in their twenties, <laughs> <laughs> and they're aging. Yeah. I mean, I kind of. It's, it's just, it, but it, but it's like the gap just gets bigger, like exponentially bigger. We're just like technology grows exponentially. The mm-hmm. gap, like. I feel like much more in common with like my parents' generation than I do with even people who are like twenty. Mm. Well, it's interesting because like we're we bridge the millennial gap quite a lot. So Mm -hmm. like I I I remember getting the internet. Yeah. Right, and I remember like not many people having it, (laughs) and I remember that. I also remember the idea (laughs) of like handing in a typed or printed. Printed on fucking dot matrix, cause, and because oh, uh, I had yeah yeah yeah, like actually. I remember that all that shit, and it's like none of this mm-hmm. like the trying like mm-hmm. ripping those stupid sides. I had yeah. I was a like, clumsy ADHD kid. I I would never have the clean rip because I would do it too quickly never. and it would cut into the page. And then I, so I would lose that. marks yeah. for presentation. Oh really? Yeah, because you ripped the paper. Yeah, because the ripped paper. But, but it's, but, 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 but it's ah, print it again, motherfucker. It. That's what she said. Literally, my no. <laughs> but then it would... when I grew up, my teacher swore at me. <laughs> oh, right. Now they have safeguarding. Yeah. Oh. Now <laughs> the kids, the kids these days are too soft. They don't. Yeah. You can't call them motherfuckers. What's wrong with them? Yeah. God, I am a podcaster. We, Look at my we, beard. We, uh, we so... got the cane. We got the cane back when I was at school. Yeah. Now they get the sugar cane. <laughs> I won't even get that. <laughs> Because of fucking health and safety. Yeah, because of Jamie Oliver. No, fucking Jamie Oliver. Sugar allowed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they didn't realise that, oh yeah, when printing that ka-chunk, ka-chunk, it used to take Mm. so long. But also... That's if you had the liberties of even having a printer. Yeah, I remember when we got we got our first printer after we got our first computer, and, and my parents mm-hmm. kind of bought one when they realized that there's not much like we could do with the printer without a printer, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I also because I'm an yeah, old, emailing was not a thing. But then. I can reach it over here. Oops. And what do you think this is? 
Look at that handle. Sorry, so podcast listeners are doubly screwed because they're hearing me hit the mic with the thing and not seeing me hold the thing. It's a travel oh. typewriter. It's heavy as balls, and you would never want to travel with it, that but it's a nice. Havel's typewriter. Yeah. And I guarantee you there have been moments in my life in the past five years that I, in the same, I need a tactile, mm. like, Ooh. approach to that things. Is the- You've gone from mechanical keyboard to real, real. Oh no, I've had this. Keyboard. I've I, I have had this since I lived in Calgary. I actually I actually oh, really? took this in one I'm of my ne- one why of my trips to Amsterdam from hmm. like at Christmas. I basically was like, put this in my bag, and now this is like half my luggage <laughs> allowance because it's so fucking heavy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> did you drop it? <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. It's in the case. Have you? Have you, it's because uh, I cut my finger the other any... day, and so it turns out putting all oh. the weight on that part of my finger made me go, ow. But anyway, how do I what? Have you ever had any issues with it where you would need to, to get it repaired or anything? Oh, or... yeah, but I'm a tinkerer, so mm-hmm. I... Oh, YouTube exists, it. so I, I main, oh. I've main, done maintenance on this. I, I mean, That's you can still, impressive. on Amazon, you can get the right type of ribbon, and then, mm-hmm. I mean, it turns out there's some stuff like... Sticking keys that is a pain in the ass, but it's it's the wonders of purely mechanical systems, right? Oil in the mm. right place, replace a spring if you have to, yeah. but like that's a thing you can do. Because mm, I know it's the, I mean it's quite common that people like restore them and you know keep them going and then the sell them on Etsy. So. No, I think it's just yeah. like you you could probably find like a you know little vintage shop. Oh yeah, so like um, if the, if most ever. Places in there. If I ever had a problem with it, I'm sure I could like hop on a train to Newcastle or mm-hmm. London and you'd take find it into a one shop for sure. Yeah. It, yeah, they're not as. Uh... I think it really hurts. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we wrap it there? Yeah. Wrap it there? Yeah. yeah. When you start dropping typewriters because of your previously mm-hmm. cut finger, you're maybe they're no longer talking about <laughs> beer and video games. Hi everyone, this is the <laughs> Tanked Up, the podcast about bitching about youth, loving spreadsheets, and dropping typewriters. <laughs> I think uh, we should call this the um Oh and there's a cat. The uh the Moleskine episode. Mm. Mm. Oh, it's too bad I didn't have a tool, because then we could have like a tool skein. Mm. Right, it's gotta be some analog something, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Call of Duty yeah. analog warfare. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no longer advanced yeah i mean it's also true because it's just the shit from 15 years ago yeah literally it's that it's been that long hasn't it yeah like i'm not saying don't use maps that you know work but also (laughs) reusing work from 15 years ago is Mm. although actually i've literally been thinking about writing a paper that's based on the stuff i did in my masters which is technically reusing work i did 15 years ago you know what activision you're doing great uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) keep it up (laughs) just remake black ops next year and keep Uh, it going have they not rebooted black ops yet no they just did blobs one two they made a fourth one and and blobs a very merry christmas right that that was a little National Lampoon's uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Call of Duty, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just remake the Black Ops maps again. Mm. Um, although I could just go back to 
Call of Duty. So uh, one of the things on that's that's compact. interesting is as a PC gamer, I have some of these. <laughs> and all right, they, it, like I could just install Blops. I think. Mm. I don't know um, if anyone's playing. I'm sure there's like seven, again seven guys, the, the last millennials, last the, twenty <laughs> millennials in their twenties. That was the, the millennials. The callback. <laughs> the, the, the call of duty. They, the callback of duty. Ah, oh, that's the one. The callback of duty. Sorry. <laughs> You're trying to say a thing, and you, you even tried to get us to wrap this up like ten minutes ago. But continue. No, you, you keep cycling through uh, titles because then <laughs> we'll probably not want to listen or edit this one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm pretty but, sure I'm editing this one, so this is all staying well, enjoy. in. <laughs> but they did patch the servers for a lot of the old Call of Duty oh, games, like, a couple months ago. And then, yeah, like, Black Ops was populated with quite a lot right. of people. So, could just go play that. I mean, got got more jank, but jank is good. Jank is fun. What, what? So, yeah. But anyway, I'll talk about it. This game, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, I still don't think I'll ever understand what the hell is going on in this game and where it sits in the canon and all this and that. Oh, you but, mean the meta, like, um, like, like the, the... Yeah, but you know what? You don't need to... You shouldn't need to know all that crap. All you need to know no. is, is it fun to pretend to be a tree and shoot Nicki Minaj? That's what I've got from from. I have no words to even answer that. But that's that's I, a that's according to your I, reports. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at the game. game. I don't know if it's because it's good or if it's bad, or, or you having fun because I I'm like, why is Skeletor here? Is it why actually is, Skeletor or is why it like is a Rambo? Skeleton? I'm pretty sure it's Rambo, and yeah, it's definitely Skeletor. He's bright purple, so it's oh, just like, dang. <laughs> you know. I don't understand oh, this game. I, do... I don't understand anything about Call of Duty anymore, and that's that's okay. If you're coming from it from a purely apathetic uh, standpoint, you're gonna have fun. If you've yeah. ever liked Call of Duty, so it's not it's not you know people with space jumping boots or anything like that. Or and yeah, a Skeletor can only jump once. Weapons. Yeah, it's fast paced. It's it's what I like. It's like just hectic it... fun. People. Yeah. Dying over and over and over, oh, respawning in terrible pla- places, and it's just—it's fun. You that's know? what I want to hear. That's—that's that's yeah. my kind of video game. Uh, I—I I, I mean, multiplayer games where it's just like there are no rules. The reason I quit paintball perfect. is because I played paintball like I played Team FPS, which is fuck it. I'm just gonna charge and die and respawn. <laughs> Yeah. And sometimes that means I get up and die, and sometimes that means people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then shoot me. And then sometimes they're like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And then I kill him. Yeah. Right? Loose cannon. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kamikaze. It's, uh, it, that's me. And that's me as well. The and the problem is in time. paintball, it's very bruise inducing. That's why I don't play paintball. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not talking about real life. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about in the game. But yeah. In real life, I'd be cowering in a corner. Yeah. As you should I'd be, be shot, shot in. Uh, I'd get a get shot for being a coward like no 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 world war one or something I mean, like you, you that, would so just yeah. realize that the best use of your bullets are donating it to the idiots who keep killing themselves afterwards <laughs> yeah didn't this game come out like no it didn't come out on like remembrance weekend it that did you know november 10th is that when it came out that's when it that's when it stopped being early access i'm pretty sure i oh uh, yeah that's um, funny <laughs> Uh, at least it didn't do something weird. super tasteless, like have like a 
poppy skin where it's the default <sighs> operator but they've got a poppy and that's it yeah oh this has made so me sad I'm, I'm so sad i said that because that's such a thing that could happen Anyway, we were trying to wrap up. Um, yeah, so, um, we'll talk about Call of Duty how, again. How like was a, your beer um, in the end? Um, I'd probably did, say pretty much the same as last time, as as from the beginning. My yeah. comments: very bitter, very malty. It's it, it's okay. It's it's not tracks best. Mm. Maybe this was a you know. It looked like it was. You know, one of a maybe a one-off kind of thing. You know, brewed. Um, well, donated by Manchester Hop Project, the hops were. So I think it was just them trying, trying something, which we should be doing because, you know, uh, English hops are good. Like I like Fuggles. I like um, I like those kind of like traditional English hops, and we don't use enough of them. Um, and when they're used to good effect, they have amazing taste like I was in Burning Soul um, last week and he brewed a beer uh, based on like a recipe from you know the 1800s or something like right. that and it turned out great it was like you're getting that very traditional like kind of what you classify as a traditional you know pub cask ale taste mm-hmm. that is very hard to recreate Unless you're in those kind of like conditions and environments, but it tasted like that, but with a modern kind of twist in it, maybe a bit more, you know, probably adding probably more hops to it, um, or just a, a hell of a lot of those kinds of hops. But but yeah, it's just it's like you know we should be using those hops more, especially with the death of the universe and the planet and everything like that. Oh, the universe changing. is fine. Brexit and everything like that. So. Um, in fact, the universe yeah, but, is the, the level where everything's okay. It's just the earth and below. It's just where humans are. Mm. Humans saturate. Human saturation yeah. is where things are problematic. Mm, saturated human fats. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I think I think this is just probably them experimenting. Mm. Um, decent enough job, but it's palatable, but uh, probably want more of what they do best which is like ipas double ipas right yeah for me the, um, so off axis um mm. i i was given three beers by them i can't mm-hmm. guarantee i probably won't do all three on the podcast but i might save one of the other ones just to see just because this was um one i will say 6.2 percent couldn't tell if, it, if in fact would assume fourish because it was so kind oh, of wow. light and smooth and although it was mm-hmm. sweet it wasn't alcohol sweet um I think there's a grapiness that came out over with the citrus that I didn't immediately notice. Um, but really, it was like kind of what I said. Uh, this citrus sweetness, um, which is like past... Yeah, so it's, this, it's the aroma or the perfume of like a mandarin and then with a little bit of tropical maybe mango. Um, mm-hmm. But again, mostly you want to think of being in a room full of them rather than eating them, right? So you don't have that rich mm-hmm. body of yeah, either yeah. the tropical fruit or the citrus, right? But it definitely tastes like them. Um, but there just wasn't enough. 
like I kind of would want something like a piney undertone or something on the other end to kind of group because I think there's a lot of hoppiness going on that I'm not like picking up on just because those were primarily there and the other hoppy uh, notes were of the same like spectrum so they're just getting mm -hmm. overshadowed so like I said I noticed a bit more of a gra grapey kind of whiny grapey taste because I was like oh this is the end let me pay attention but it's mm -hmm. still in the same sense of it's that like if I put my face near grapes in the same way as I put my face near the, the mandarin and I wasn't getting any like differential so it doesn't make me think the off axis is like a brewery I wouldn't go back to by any means but it's like they're clearly trying a thing something interesting happened it was just a bit not one note but several notes of mm. the same type I think you've eloquently described that because I can absolutely imagine mm. what that tastes like. And so I'm curious what... Bitter. Yeah, so I've got a couple other beers for theirs. Um, so I'll probably probably have one of them on the weekend and if it was interesting enough, I might next week or the week after save the third to talk about yeah. them to give off mm. access kind of like a... Because again, I, think that, I don't think Ben's also had anything by them. So it would be... Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm always happy to talk about a brewery might not be as mm. well known. But yeah, overall, eh. C plus, C plus for both of us. Yeah, it's a C plus week. Mm. C plus all of duty. Modern analog, analog warfare. There we go. C plus all of duty, analog warfare. We got it. <laughs> this is this is why Ben took over editing. <laughs> This is why we need Ben. Ben, yeah. come back. Miss you, Ben. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, speaking of Ben, if people want to miss him and, and or want more or less of these uh, Dylan Luciusodes, uh, you should tell us over at Tanked Up Cast or email us at tankedupcast at gmail.com or follow us on... I don't even know what social medias we're supposed to talk about. Uh, we're on Instagram and as at Tanked Up Cast. Yes, yeah. Cast, yeah. Which means we're on Threads as well. We're on X slash Twitter. God knows for how long. Um, yeah. Uh, you can reach me at the Omniarch, but if people want to reach you, Lucy, where do they go to? Juicy Loose Nine, which is also juicyloose9.substack.com. I was just gonna ask. Um, and you've mm. you've you've written a couple extra articles this week, right? What were they on? Yeah, one was on Air Twister, which was the Yu Suzuki uh, yeah. Space Area game that we talked about last week, and the other one was on a game very under the radar called Lapin, which is French for rabbit, mm -hmm. which is a precision platformer which just left uh, Game Pass uh, recently, so you're out of luck if you were looking to play it on there, but it's a s very much Super Meat Boy, Celeste-like kind of Ooh, is it more uh, Celeste or more Meat Boy? Or do you, well, do you I make don't like Meat Boy, so I'd say it's more Meat Boy. <laughs> ah, okay. Because, like, yeah, uh, so I, I... There was a time where I played a bunch of Meat Boy, and then I stopped mm -hmm. when I got frustrated and never wanted to go back. There was a time mm. where I played a lot of Celeste, and I got frustrated, and I came back. <laughs> That's how I describe yeah. the... the, the, yeah. the, the they've, they've got very similar play styles, but the presentation of mm -hmm. those play styles... One is encouraging... Maybe if you're frustrated, just take a break. And the other one is, mm -hmm. are you going to take a break, mate? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different uh, approaches to yeah. 
difficulty in that. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, look-wise, it's more like Celeste, I'd say, but it's not as polished or nearly as good. So. Uh, okay. Oh, but it's I mean, okay. It's, like, it's decent. Yeah. Some good good platforming in it now and then. Nice. But yeah, yeah. Cool. Just follow me there. Sounds great. Uh, yeah, I think that's all the things. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll catch us on Twitch. If we haven't said this in a while, we do do this live, and there are lurkers. Hello, lurkers. Um, you can catch us live and see just how edited it really is um, over on twitch.tv slash network every Thursday mm-hmm. at 8.30, uh, whatever standard British time is at the time. Because are we GS, are we GMT right GMT, now? GMT, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. And then we're mm-hmm. chat GPT in the summers. <laughs> Yay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we did it. We got it. Goodbye. Yeah. Fuck off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. Follow us here. Follow us there. You know, come, come hang out with us. F off. <laughs> www.outoflives.net.